Well, hello and welcome to the Brian Hornback Podcast, episode number 20. Uh, we had a little foul up there between 18 and 19, but now we're back in uh, order with uh, episode 20. Uh, a lot of things been going on. Uh, not sure that we talked about um, all of the beer license stuff, but we'll talk about that a little bit with Knoxville and the Board of Health curfew and the losing of the vaccines, all kinds of great stuff um here in good old knoxville tennessee but if you're listening to the brian hornback podcast for the first time uh this is um just another avenue for the brianhornback.com um blog uh the website uh hello bud um and so um appreciate you chilling with us for about you know 15 or 20 minutes and um let me uh, talk about what's been going on in the world today uh or this week but um, anyway, I uh, do want to encourage you to listen to us on all the pod streaming uh, places, iHeartRadio podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Breaker. And of course, where we produce this, where we host this, where we where it's where it's um, manufactured and where it is um, held for all eternity is at Anchor FM, I'm sure. If you're listening to this, you likely heard a a um, Anchor FM ad just before um, just before this podcast started, and so uh, we appreciate that. Um, let me get a little screenshot here. Thank you, thank you. Um, there we go. And so here we go. Um, wow, a lot of stuff been going on in Knoxville, uh, Knox County. So. Um, Last uh, Wednesday, it was, uh, Dr. Martha Buchanan came um, out with them. Uh, we got no, those of us in the media got a, a notification about 2.30 uh, in the afternoon that there would be a press conference at 3. You know, normally when you get about a 30-minute um, heads up that um, there's going to be a press conference, it's normally something pretty big, right? And so, um, obviously, I tuned in, and that information was – that somehow, some way, they have uh, misplaced the po- the word that Doctor Buchanan used was disposed of nine hundred and seventy five Pfizer vaccines, uh, COVID nineteen uh, vaccines, nine hundred seventy five of them. Well, if you do a Google search, which if you read BrianHornback.com, you saw that I wrote about it. Um, Pfizer is the most expensive at nineteen dollars and fifty cents a shot. Um, the, um, Moderna is about $10 a shot. And then of course the, um, uh, the Johnson and Johnson is, is about $4 a shot. So, um, in essence, they just threw away $19,000, a little over $19,000 worth of medicine. Um, a lot of things that they said on Tuesday, uh, really didn't kind of add up. Uh, you had, um, um, the, uh, they said that the tracking that Pfizer puts on the package wasn't wasn't tracking. Um, they didn't have a um, they didn't get the other package of dry ice. I think from from what we can kind of tell from the press conference on Wednesday, um, there wasn't um, it wasn't it was it, it sounded as if they were trying to say that uh, the the vaccine comes in and then there's a, a case of dry ice and then you know. And because there's only one one box, I guess they just 
tossed it. Um, and um, we, um, me and uh, Compass Knox, another online public publication here in Knoxville, really kind of emphasized on the whole um, dispose of, you know, what's that really mean? Does it mean it went in the, out at Chestnut Ridge Landfill out in Anderson County or did it go to, um, was it medically disposed of? You know, what's the deal? Uh, there, you know, basically from what we can tell, it just went in the dumpster. Um, and then Glenn Jacobs was on uh, WBR's Inside Tennessee this morning. This is being recorded on Sunday, uh, February 14th, <clears throat> Valentine's Day, 2021. Um, and uh, he's saying that the investigation is still ongoing. So, you know, my real question is who's investigating it? Is it the Knoxville Police Department? Is it the Knox County Sheriff's Department? Is it the TBI, which uh, the director of the TBI is the former police chief, David Roush now. Um, and so um, I'm not sure who's doing the uh, investigation that Glenn Jacobs talked about, but apparently there is an investigation going on. And, um, you know, they're not. It's just interesting to me that the mayor could come out on uh, Wednesday with a, a, a rounding uh, show of support for uh, the health department. Uh, when um, $19,000 just got thrown away. Um, you know, anybody else that lost uh, the equivalent of a uh, of a car, the equivalent of a teaching assistant's salary for a year in Knox County schools, the equivalent of a classroom of um, laptop computers, one-on-one -on -one devices, um, I'm pretty sure they would have been terminated. Um, and... Uh, when, when I asked the question at the media briefing on Wednesday, uh, there was no intent um, to even do any disciplinary action toward the employee or employees that just decided to throw away a package without opening it first. Um, just, to, just to me is unconscionable, but um, so be it. Uh, it's, it's for the mayor to um, the mayor and the health department uh, director to, to deal with um you know, my job is an op-ed guy. I just write about it, talk about it, um, give my opinion about it. But uh, other thing that was interesting today on uh, Inside Tennessee on Channel 10 was that uh, the mayor was asked about whether he was running for re-election in 2022, and he said he had not made that decision yet. So the real question is, if um, he's not, then who's going to be running? Um, obviously, uh, there's a member of the legislature uh, that has – uh, political aspirations of Goliath. Um, and of course, you know, it only took David with one little stone to knock out Goliath, but, uh, state representative Jason Zachary has the, um, has the political appetite or political desire, uh, to be president. It's it almost seems like, um, and of course, you know, he's, uh, wanting to, uh, he's got legislation, um, back again this year, uh, that he uh, had presented back in the summer uh, to strip the Board of Health of making those decisions. Um, and uh, he was quoted on Channel 6 today as saying that the legislation that he's presenting this year will bypass uh, his own state senator, Richard Briggs. Uh, Briggs um, represents, a state senator represents about three, uh, the equivalent of three state house districts. Um, and... Um, he represents all of Jason Zachary's district and he's the one that killed Jason Zachary's bill last summer. And, um, uh, Jason Zachary said on, um, 
Channel 6 that uh, his legislation this year bypasses Briggs's um, committee. Uh, so um, Briggs will have to uh, get a majority of his folks in the um, state Senate to vote it down, if it even comes out of state house. I'm not sure that it comes out of the state house. It, it does have a better chance of coming out of the state house this year versus uh, back in uh, back in the summer because it's got the uh, speaker uh, Cameron Sexton who I have a ton of respect for uh, it does have him um, on that legislation so it may have a better shot of coming out of the house this year than it did last year simply because of um, speaker Sexton support um, but we'll see how that shakes out um, so what else is going on in Knoxville well you know in 2021, uh, five of the um, five of the city council members are up for election. So uh, try to run those down for you. That would be uh, in the first rest district, Tommy Smith. He's been serving for a little less than a year, maybe a little more than a year. I guess it's less than a year. He probably got appointed in March or April of last year um, because Stephanie Welch stepped down to go and um, be um, something big with uh, India King Cannon's uh, mayoral um administration so she stepped down from the uh city council um and so tommy smith uh, was appointed by city council uh, to serve in the first district he's up and then in the um also we have uh in the um in the third district we have seema singh perez she's she's up for re-election in the fourth district we have lauren Ryder. she's up for um uh re-election uh and then we have um let me think. Hold on, Charlie Thomas. No, he got appointed. He got a, he got elected last year. Um, anyway, there's at least two more. Uh, Gwen McKenzie in District Six is up, and um, I don't remember who the other one was. I'm missing one somewhere along the way. But anyway, that's what happens when you do this by memory. But anyway, there's a lot of folks that are out there that are uh, starting to make the rounds, um, talking about wanting to um, wanting to oppose these folks. Um, I know that uh, the city council movement's obviously going to be uh, continue to be involved, um, along with um, some other some other folks. So, so there's some people out there. There's some organizations out there that are recruiting candidates. Uh, I don't think that uh, Andrew, it's um, Tommy Smith, Andrew Roberto, Lauren Ryder, Seema Singh Perez, and there's another one. Um, but anyway, uh, so. Um, that's what's going on in this year. And then in 2022, Knox County ha will have a plethora of races. A lot of, a lot of the judges are up. Um, a few of the county commissioners are up. Um, maybe six of those are up, I think. Um, and so um, those are up. And then a lot of the other positions in the courthouse are up. Uh, former Sheriff Jimmy J.J. Jones picked up a treasure form. Uh, he's appointed uh, uh Knoxville businessman Andy White as his treasurer for a run in 2022 for sheriff, uh, taking on the current sheriff, Tom Spangler, presumably. Uh, Spangler had raised some money in the last uh, recording period, and I'll be reporting on that hopefully sometime this week uh, when I get around to that, uh, see who, all's raised, who all raised money in the last quarter of 20, uh, 2020 and in preparation for 2022 race. Um, so, you know, it's really interesting. I mean, when you have the top of the ticket um, in, um, 
and Glenn Jacobs saying on the TV this morning that, you know, he's not sure he's going to run for re-election. It's real interesting. Um, there are going to be some some races. There are going to be some newcomers. Um, uh, Ed Schaus is term limited as our trustee, and um, at-large commissioner Justin Biggs is uh, set to run for that seat. Um, that's obviously no secret uh, in the courthouse or anywhere else for that matter. Um so uh, Justin Biggs uh, running for trustee, and and um, that'll open up an at-large county commission seat. Um, so there'll be some folks, uh, obviously, that want to look at that seat as well. Um, you know, they uh, the big the big talk uh, last week was a uh, was a joint meeting by the county commission and the city council about a uh, a downtown baseball stadium. Um, and that is a property that Randy Boyd owns. It's the old Lay's Packing Company property uh, just on the other side of the viaduct uh, down near downtown, uh, more closer to just across the um, just across the um, interstate ramp from um, the old city uh, in what we call the East Knoxville area. Uh, he's got some great plans. Uh, it's a beautiful stadium. Uh, it'll be a multi-use stadium. Uh, it'll have a residential um condos and homes uh attached to it it'll have some retail um you know they're coming to they're coming to the city and county wanting some money about 60 i think 60 million dollars more so and and uh with a with a total investment of about 143 million dollars of investment uh the jury's still out um whether the um obviously the city council and the county commission both have to vote on it and it's going to be one of those situations uh where you know it's either, in my opinion, it's either going to be a, a, a razor thin uh, approval or disapproval, or it's going to be overwhelming. Um, so we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, still a lot, a lot of public discussion yet to have. Um, some of the folks uh, on the city administration has really tried to cut off Amelia Parker from asking a lot of questions, um, and that's not the right thing to do. Randy Boyd, being the businessman that he is, um, I believe is the kind of guy that is going to um, will stay there all night and answer the questions um, to get the, to, to get a, a you know, a, a, an appropriate uh, vote uh, and doesn't want to do anything. I don't think in the dark, um, but Hey, I uh, want to encourage you to continue to check out Brian We got news stories going up about every day. Uh, there's only a few days that we may not post something, uh, but uh, I've got a, a several good uh, businesses that uh, promote their businesses on brianhornback.com. And let me run through those real quick for you. Matlock Tire Service, East Tennessee's uh, number one tire and auto repair uh, facility. They have five locations uh, in Lenore City, uh, Athens, Tennessee, Maryville, Tennessee, Farragut, Tennessee, and the, one, the new one in Hardin Valley. You can find them at matlocktireservice.com. Or you can call the Farragut location at 865-966-0425. Just Homes Group. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, um, you want to call Just Home. You want to check out JustHomesGroup.com. It's affiliated with Realty Executives out of uh, West Knoxville in the Farragut area. That's uh, Julia Hurley. uh, And her number, uh, her direct line number is 865-237-7328. Julia Hurley at the Just Homes Group. Uh, if you're in the um, need for in- insurance, business insurance, any kind of insurance, um, Lou Moran III at Interagency Insurance 
insuranceinsurance.com uh, or interagency insurance in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, can write insurance in about 38 states. They've been in business since 1966. It was started by his father, Lou Moran, uh, and um, they can help you with just about any kind of insurance. Uh, that's interagencyinsurance.com. Uh, just look for, uh, just uh, do a Google search for interagency insurance and their phone number in Knoxville is 865 637 4519. And uh, a fairly new um, business that's on the on Bronhornback.com is uh, Pavlis Public Strategies. Nick Pavlis, former uh, city councilman, served four terms on the city council. He was elected to two consecutive terms as an at-large city councilman and then um, sat out four years and then ran and was elected to two more consecutive terms in the first district over in South Knoxville, South Knoxville and the University of Tennessee. Um, but he has Pavlis Public Strategies. Um, so if you need strategies for your business uh, or for potential political campaign in 2021-2022, then uh, check out um, Nick Pavlis at Pavlis Public Strategies, 865-599-4606. Well, that was some rambling, but I do appreciate you all tuning in to the Brian Hornback Podcast, Episode 20. Um, And so um, we will continue to document and report to you um, what's going on with uh, the the lost vaccines, um, the stadium, and obviously the upcoming elections. So y'all stay tuned. Uh, Hopefully we'll be back this week with episode 21. So y'all stay tuned and uh, send me an email, brian at brianhornback.com. Let me know what you want me to talk about because there's a lot of things I know in this community and uh, I can talk about just about anything. So um, let me know what you think about the podcast. We're now 20 episodes in. So I'd love to have your feedback. If you're listening to me on any of the podcast streams, give me a, a like. Uh, Give me a five-star rating. That's all we take. Uh, And uh, if you're on the YouTube or if you uh, aren't watching me on YouTube, but you have a YouTube, um, if you have a YouTube, then go hit subscribe, like my YouTube videos, and we'll keep posting there as well. So um, again, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all real soon.